Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Ingvall. Got a slew of people with me today to talk about one of the most important shoes, arguably the most important shoe every year, the Air Jordan 1. So I got Rowett, Mike, Kenneth, Mr. Unloved Ones, and Robbie with me. So what's good, fellas? How you guys doing? I'm good, man. Glad to have everybody in the room. No, we were talking about the One Blood remix where it had 30 people on the cut. Well, I feel like this is a podcast in the so I'm excited yeah. to be here. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. I'm thinking we need to play anime reading rules. So Nick, row at me, and kind of like read right to left and scroll back through. Uh, I'm good, though. We're talking about a lot of artists, and I just keep saying, I just keep hearing Ja Rule's voice in my head now. So he's going to be my... He's overtaken Morgan Freeman as my internal. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> 30 years from now, there's going to be a fire nature documentary that's going to be narrated by Ja Rule, of all people. It's going to be the, oh, the plight wow. of the hippopotamus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, so just like hopping right into it, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly year to year, but it seems like there were a ton of Jordan one releases this year. And, and, and like, even like, as we started talking, I, I was going back kind of just looking through some of the websites and, and looking at what came out. Cause you know, it's been so long and 2020 in itself has been so long that I've forgot so much of, of what came out in the early months of this year, feeling like it was like years back, you know, but um, yep. I guess like, Let's let's just let's just start with the the first release of the year, which you know, uh, I, I'm just going to toss it to you, Kenneth, since you uh, were just talking about this one. The satin gem reds. Uh, I think people were already fatigued with black and red, being that last year we had bloodlines, gem reds, and then like a toy yellow that was damn near the exact same colorway, color blocking and all. <laughs> Yep. So it was like, oh, another one. <laughs> but, uh, and satin at that, it was just like, okay, I, I, we, we can't, we can't do this one. But it, it was yeah. a pretty cool. It uh, that flew under the radar, like I was saying before we went on air, because uh, of everything in February. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what else came out in January because it was 
Yeah. It's always I mean, that I think, month. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even really think about that until you said that, you know, like the basically just thinking like how the, the sneaker calendar goes from like the end of December, basically to what's coming at all star. And we forget that there's right. four or five weeks in between where, you know, potentially a lot of good stuff comes out. And I, I actually was thinking, um, you know, I don't want to get too much into the lows cause there's not enough, but the, one of the first lows that I actually liked this year, which I normally don't, I, I have, I don't care one way or the other lows versus highs to me, like a dunk low, a Jordan one low, like it's a beautiful shoe in the right colors. Right. But the pine greens were one of the first, I think like maybe early February wow. or something, the pine yeah. green lows. And that shoe was just like super clean. Like if you saw that, I mean, I I first saw it and I was like, oh, that'd be a cool shoe to make a Heineken Jordan one out of, right? Like just s- swap a couple things and add the star on the back and you got a pretty dope little custom. So um, it's it's crazy though, like, and and I wonder like what everybody thinks about this because like the, the satin, when you think of like the satins prior to that, like that one that came out in January, it's always more like a, a regular traditional Jordan colorway and all they do is put satin instead of, you know, leather or whatever. And that one was kind of interesting because it wasn't like, it, I think it's just like a super wearable shoe, right? Like it's easy for even like non, you know, diehard sneakerheads to just be like, yo, a black Jordan one with some red laces and some red accents, like red wings on the side. To me, that's like a, a an easy win. But like, I don't, I think it still probably sits a, pretty far under the radar in terms of like, you know, the price and stuff on, you know, the secondary market. I think people got yeah. like, like in the set, like they get, they got fatigued on it, but they were so, everyone's so ready for another, you know, black, red, black toe to come out because like everyone kept reading uh, style codes and the color codes like, Oh, it's going to be a bread re-release for, you know, to start the year or it's going to be a black to re-release. And then they get it. And it's like, Oh, now what we want bright colors, but not what we want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think uh, uh, part of that is, you know, uh, I don't want to take any shots at the blogs because I love the blogs, but part of that is when a leaker does take a skew code and creates a colorway and the anticipation builds so much for what they expect, not thinking that this is just a guess, unless stated that, hey, this is what it is, you get let down. So you have some sort of like disappointment with whatever is coming. Even if the shoe is dope, it gets overlooked because it's not what you was expecting. And then you think about everything that came out around whatever whatever that mock-up or that shoe is. In, in this case, the, the Satin Gym Reds, we had the Black Cat 4s. Black Cat yeah. 4s came out for And if you I, went I, I into the swoops, the swoops came out also. So, hey. so it's a, it, it, it's, you know, people choose your battles. <laughs> I passed on those black cats and it still hurts my heart. But like, you don't have to say it about the blogs, but I will. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, you, do you really need a click that bad where you have to post? I mean, I get having been there, you need something to run at Tuesday at 10 a.m. I, I get it. But like Tuesday at 10 a.m. in March, when you're and you're looking forward to January nine months later, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, no one's got time for that. And I know the homie John goes into it because it's like, why like the it goes into the whole journalistic integrity <laughs> that's a whole other conversation but it's just it's wild how it's just like 
you 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 need to feed that cycle so bad that like you know that shoe's not no damn bread 2020 retro premium bullshit it's not it's going to be something that it has that same kind of color scheme the same reason why they keep dropping bread toe mids is just they see the, the they see the the color scheme in the jordan one and their brain fires off so it's just I I'll used stop to on that disclaimers i used to i stopped doing it because it doesn't even matter people gonna think what they think but i used to fire off with disclaimers because i hated when when they would come it was, you said i didn't say anything i reposted this yeah <laughs> no real talk <laughs> i know you do that too and no, I, I, I that's good power to you i was gonna say it's a really tough thing right because you know, you want to be, you know, like on one hand, you're you're trying to provide like that news and information to people. Right. But like because there's so many people throwing stuff out there, it's impossible to be right all the time. And and I think that's the thing that we've we talked about on the on the podcast. I think we even talked about it when you were on with us before. And it's it's so difficult for me to look at these sites and see these people and, and know so many of these people personally and see a post that they have up six months later that's absolutely wrong, right? Like the shoe came out, they were wrong, but they left the old information up. I just like to see people go in and either edit the posts and just say, yo, this this turned out differently, but this was a dope concept. Or, hey, just delete the post and, and you know, let it go and, and say, hey, we moved on to the actual release. Because that's the hardest part, right? And it's, it's that conversation of like, you know, prov- providing some sort of a service for people and that journalistic integrity. And it's tough, right? Because I mean, inevitably I get excited about some of these colorways too. So I, I, you know, I want to see them. I don't, I don't want people to not mock them up because to me, that's part of the excitement of like, Oh, okay, this could be cool. Like I'm, I'm going to pay attention to this, but. The other end for me is I know what a lot of these look like and I'm not allowed to say some. (laughs) Facts. Yep. <laughs> the ones that I yep. the ones that I, am to say something, I, I do. The ones that I'm not, I don't. Yeah. Like that top three 2.0 rumor that started. Like we oh, seen yeah, the I shoe and we like when we seen the shoe, it was like, how the hell did we get top three from this? But then I look. Then when we see in the bottom of the shoe, I get it. The bottom of the shoe has stars on it. There's where, that's where the blue is at. But at the same time, where the hell did we get top three from? People want it so bad, though. They they will trick themselves into thinking. But just this is what I've been saying. I need clicks Tuesday at ten a.m. So it's like you know what these colors I can I can justify it being in top three. So I'm just I'm gonna just put it out there and see what happens. There were mockups of it too, wasn't it? Like yeah. I, I was pretty sure when I was going through the list of 2020, they're still on. On sneaker uh, news, there's a mock-up of that top three 2.0 on their list. They haven't taken it down yet. Let's let's just get this this last example in of like the fours Mike brought up a couple weeks ago. They're supposed to be like a, a shattered backboard four, yeah. right? Yeah, starfish four. We all had shattered backboard in our mind. Then you see it, it's like, oh, that's just something. I think it looks cool, different, and that's what's up. But it's like let them, let something like, else be something else. I like the original idea of it. Uh, I, I, when I seen the mock-up, I was like, this isn't going to be what it is. And I, I, was this close to saying, I was this close to saying, think breads, just mesh, but it wouldn't have came out. It wouldn't have transferred, but yeah. just like the five that comes out next year. 
Now that's what I was going to ask you, Ken. It's just like, how often do you suppress that need to be like, you guys are completely off? Is it just you oh, wow. laughing at people? Because I'm sure that brings you a lot of joy. Like you idiots. <laughs> what are you guys doing? I don't get joy. I don't get joy. Uh, three years ago, fun fact, mm-hmm. three years ago, I used to get super annoyed, super irritated and damn the envious of a lot of the blogs using information that I put out and not crediting me. And then mm-hmm. I said, can I curse? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not how it looks. And then I got with a couple of people that can actually uh, put my ideas on paper and, and, and actually show what it looks like. And then I was seeing actual sample, but you know, that's a whole nother story. I just said, <laughs> I saw that tweet, by the way. <laughs> it is what it is now, because it's like, y'all, they're, the blogs are going to run the story regardless of who information they put out, regardless of what the mock-ups look like. The story is out there. This is what's coming. Cool. Let's run it. We're not going to fact yeah. check it. Let's see who it came from. We're just going to run it. I, th- I think there's like an even bigger problem with with the big the bigger the blogs are right and this comes from me like working for these big blogs for a long time right one of the challenges is you hire somebody to run social media and then you you have them you have them constantly looking at the competition right so like if you're complex you're looking at bleacher report you're looking at sports illustrated you're looking at soul collector you're looking at sneaker news you're looking at jordan's daily but you're only looking at these major, major accounts for the most part, right? And it's not necessarily the the company's fault or the the person running social, right? It's it's part of the problem with Instagram being like the main source of information for a lot of people now is that, you know, you've looked at those accounts so much that now they're always the top 10. You can follow a thousand people, but you're going to see those top 10 people that you engage with, yeah. right? So when you tap on that post and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I get the information from Sneaker News. Like someone like you who, who, you know, provides that information and then it gets taken and, and leveled up to like these massive, massive millions of followers. Oftentimes those people don't even know where the original source of that came from. Right. And that's the most frustrating part of this whole like space that we're in with with sneakers right now, in my opinion. I will, uh, there was just a little bit more journalistic integrity. Like that was, that was one of the goals that I had as far as like, if I'm going to put some information out, I'm going to make sure that it is factual to a T. And if it's not, I'm going to go back and say, Hey, this wasn't what it was. We got yeah. it wrong. I heard you say point, the uh, varsity reds that came out in February this year, uh, the 85s where we thought we were getting breads. Yeah. Yep. We will source say, hey, this is what's going to happen, blase blue. What we didn't know is they were talking about a Photoshop picture <laughs> that covers like early 2000s, mid 2000s or whatever that, you know, MJ allegedly wore. He did wear those, but it was a Photoshop picture. And that's where that. Yeah. Yep. We were close. And, you know, we apologize. I apologize. I know my guy apologized. I don't know about anybody else going to rectify that, but, you know, Most we of also did get because... we, we did know yeah. that the band airships were dropping. We just didn't know when. Yeah. Now, when it comes to people rectifying stuff, they just because the the news cycle for sneakers is so ridiculously fast. Like as we're talking, I'm sure we can start this conversation 
and then go look at all the blogs and out from there there's 10 new stories on there so they're like eh, it's buried no one's gonna look that deep so that's what that's what happens they're like i have no need to go do this i have another 10 stories they have to put up and hopefully one of them right yep so it's almost like the sneakers mentality where you're catching L's when you're actually trying to cop the sneakers. So now that's how you're also disseminating the journalistic side of it as well. I guess my question as well to you, Kenneth, is do you ever feel that if you are so historically accurate and you have that journalistic integrity, does that ever kind of get used against you because you may be spoiling things that these bigger companies want? Like, how do you navigate through that? Because I imagine that you having that high personal code that you do, like you want to be right and you want to lead people the right way. Some days I just don't post. Makes sense. Simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it goes like that. Like I, I want to apologize to Marcus so bad, but I know that it doesn't mean anything to him right now. Like uh, mm. the situation with the trophy rooms is, is unfortunate. Mm. Uh, outside of the leaks, there were a lot of pairs stolen. So it's yeah. like yeah. that. that whole situation is just – for lack of better words, fucked. And hopefully that they can salvage something with it. But I was already upset with not the blogs, but like the the hype pages, because there's a lot of hype pages on Instagram that they don't care about anything being factual. They care about <laughs> money and clicks. Yeah. How many pre-orders can I wrap up? Uh, how many people can I get to buy this bot to be set up? That's all I care about. I don't care if this is, I don't care if it really looks like this or not. I got you hook, line, and sinker. You don't pay for this. Now you're stuck. No refunds. <laughs> and, because, yeah. and because of those, uh, 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 those pages, they got so many followers and they amassed so much money that no matter what I say, what they say is golden. Yeah. Yeah. So they're I, guaranteed I can't, they're guaranteeing crazy. you a slot. That could be similar mm-hmm. to it more. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, uh, case in point, Shattered Backboards 4.0. <laughs> yeah. The metallic orange fours, basically. I Which mean, like, the of this stuff, man. It, it's unfortunate because it's like, uh, some of these pages are grown men. Some of these pages are kids, but they're they're grabbing money from people who are so in fear of missing out, damn near a year out, that they're willing to pay for a slot. That's where it comes to right now. I mean, and then the flip side of that is the rep culture. But we, we, I've had enough of the rep culture. Now. Yeah, it's it's been it's been insane, but it was it was really cool to to see. I mean, I, obviously, I would have loved to have personally gotten a pair of you know new, the new beginning stuff, and you know, as somebody who just appreciates those stories and has been a you know like putting a lot of my time and energy and and work into this whole business, it would be cool to have access to that stuff. I, I I'm not like surprised by the way it was done i think it was cool that you know there were some people the og support group guys got you know a lot of them got to go out and and get those packs and like it was awesome like when we talked to you the last time it was it was right around that time when you got the pack right and got your hands on it for the first time and i i just think it's it's dope that at least that we you asked to get yeah and it's it's just dope to see that like they're at least embracing that right because like for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, like Marvin, who who was on with us when when you were on to talk about the the ship and that um, 
I mean, that like that was one of those things like Marvin was like, I mean, he had like hashtags and like years worth of like pleading for this shoe to come back because, you know, like, I mean, Marvin's my my buddy and like I, I love that guy. But he's also kind of insane the way he collects sneakers. Like I can't keep up to that level of like needing to have everything. But like when I see him get stuff, like he just picked up one of the one of the Olive Nines recently, and I'm like, damn, I just I can't wait to see him have the whole. Like he's got to be so close to having, you know, he's very specific about what he collects. But I'm sure once yeah, he hits he, that, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like the so best, he, like. Yeah, it's going to be like a six-hour YouTube tour of these sneakers that we're all going to just be like, all right, let's see. <laughs> I, um, um, I, I've had this conversation with a few of my friends outside of uh, Instagram and, and social media uh, about that pack in particular. Like, I've, at, like over the past few weeks, like, after uh, finishing, like, get, grabbing everything that I want this year, um, I felt guilty. Uh, outside of it being quarantine, just just think about you know COVID and how many people were affected by this. And I'm over here happy and joyous about shoes. Granted, this is what takes my mind to being in a happy place and not thinking about the bullshit. I still felt guilty just even thinking about February. February is my birthday month, so anything that I get in February is a birthday cop to me. But to get something like a few months in advance directly from the brand felt good until. Everything was released and the situation happened the way it happened. So it was like, I, 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 I'm I, learning now not to take comments to hurt and, and like reading comments because, you know, it's they're going to say whatever they're going to say. But there was so much over the past three or four weeks that I've seen with just people just being upset with sneakers in general, how everything is being released, how, how everything is being funneled, not thinking about. You couldn't go to the store. You can't. They're, 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 the normalcy that we had a year ago is not the same as what we have today. So I have to understand people's frustration with just being home. Uh, uh, I don't know when my next check is coming in, so, but my sneaker money was still here and I still got my bill money. And I ain't had to use my sneaker money this year because I caught nothing but L's. I'm not going to spend all the sneaker money I had on retail on one pair for resale. It's not going. So it's like hearing all of that and and even talking outside outside the social media. It kind of is like, damn. Like I'm fortunate. I'm privileged. I'm fortunate, and I'm thankful. I, I have to say that. But at the same time, it's still like a a a a, a, a bit of guilt there for even just having that type of privilege. In this time, man. In this time, I, I wanted to put that out there because that that new beginnings pack was such an unfortunate release. Like I do wish that it was wider, at least had a sneakers draw something. Because you know, grease palms, money happens. We we get it. We we seen those videos, but it shouldn't went down like that. Man, don't feel bad. I mean, I mean, it's like feel i mean feel whatever kind of way when you see somebody get seated that pair who's just like working at high snob and, and, and they got a pair because they work there like that's that's whatever but like we'll go into more about what you've been working on towards the end of the episode but like you're out here really putting in love and work for that shoe so it's like the release sucked all i mean like i wanted a pair but like fuck it, i'm not gonna go spend what you were just talking about a whole year's worth of release money on on one um, resale drop on that particular shoe but like 
you, I'm telling you what to do. <laughs> you shouldn't feel bad because you put in that work. So like, feel good about your pair, feel bad about the release, but don't feel any kind of way about your acquisition right, of the right. shoe. So um, there's a lot of people out there putting in good work that, that gets stuff from brands who put in that good work to deserve it. So um, don't sell yourself short on that. But the release sucked ass. I mean, it was so bad. I can't, re- I can't remember it outside of other people being angry and me not having the shoe. That was like, that's the extent of my memory of it. But uh, I, I do that it was like two releases. It was like at the uh, event and then at like a Foot Locker or a Champ somewhere. Um, uh, 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 I don't know exactly the streets or anything like that. I do remember that. And the one that was outside of Jordan Brand was the one that got the most flack because people were literally at the back door loading up packs. And then like... You would see like pictures, you know, people had seven or eight packs a piece. And yeah, it was, yeah. It, it, it was all bad. It was all. Yeah, I was there for that. Like, I saw it live where I couldn't see this in the back, people back door, but you saw the line at the uh, the Nike store in Chicago. So, first it was uh, they did the reservations for the off white five. You go in and pick your off white five. That was like 7, 8 a.m. in the morning. Store opened at nine. I said, at nine, they started letting people line up on that like Nike uh, installation that they did. It was this huge thing they had. It was really cool with all the uh, All Star releases. And I just asked the security guard because they didn't have anything like there was nothing like on the app. Because when you got to Chicago, you had to redo your sneakers app to get all the information for stuff that was happening there. There was no information. It was all word of mouth, some kind of way. Like, how did you know to go line up at the store for this shoe? Like, I knew about the off white, but how did I know to go line up at this specific corner for this pack and Guys like yeah, it's for that the new beginnings pack. I'm like, oh okay. And you can see like, okay, there's about ten people in line, so maybe they don't know. Dude, I went around a corner, I swear to you, like three, four blocks back, just people knowing they only had what? I I'd probably say a hundred is probably too many. And they had like they let these people line up for like streets down. It was crazy. I mean, that that type of picture looks good whenever you're promoting about the high heat and look how many people want it. But yeah, it's ugly. And it's one of those things where as a relatively new person to the sneaker game again, it's frustrating to me that you know how many pairs you have. Just cut it off once you hit that threshold. It it saves a lot of heartbreak and I'm sure also a lot of property damage as well in a sense. (laughs) I mean, it's tough, right? Because they also also want to like, yeah, of course, there's there's some element of like the hype bringing people in, but there's always variables in those lines. Right. And it's not that way as much as it used to be, but like, I remember lining up for shoes and and friends lining up for a lot of the dunk releases, 10, 15, whatever years back. And a a lot of people just didn't buy the shoe if they couldn't get it in their size. So, so there's, there's a lot of those nuances that it's not necessarily for that pack, but like, there's that just a lot of things great. that happen. There's a lot of stuff that, and honestly, like when you have something, you know, I, I, w- I would second Robbie's, Robbie's thoughts. Don't feel bad about it. Like it sucks that, you know, that maybe it was, could have been handled better by, you know, Nike and Jordan brand in the way they did it. But at the same time, that particular shoe, that particular pack, even just being, so significant right if you think if you like remove sneakers from the equation and just think of how many people were michael jordan fans back in the day you're talking about millions of people so you can't possibly make enough of those for everybody to be happy even if you made 10 million 20 million 30 million pairs 
there's actually more people that are fans of Jordan that if they had the opportunity to get that and actually knew that it was coming out, they probably would. So, you know, it's 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 a give and take with all of these releases, right? Yeah, that that Chicago release is brilliant. <laughs> That's the line. Uh, man, no, it was snowing, man. Yeah. It was snowing. It's Chicago. What were you saying, Ken? February. It's yeah. Chicago in February. Cold. It was like I got no degrees. It was just cold. <laughs> no, but I, I was saying, I was saying that uh, the next Chicago release is gonna hurt. Um, not like this bread release or this royal release that happened. Uh, the next Chicago release is going to be different. And I'll tell you why. Uh, that documentary ignited so much in not even like the older people that were into MJ, but like current NBA fans who just did not know how cerebral, and that's my favorite word today, how cerebral <laughs> MJ really was when and the, oh, that's why this means what it means. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. This is only taking small bits and pieces, but you're 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 feeling something of what we felt, some remnants of what we felt watching MJ. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's I have, see. I have family in point. India, and this was their first exposure to Jordan was through Netflix and that Last Dance. And that's the same. Now, they are diehard Jordan fans. They will tell me now why Jordan is better than LeBron. I'm like, you've never watched a minute of NBA action. There is that certain resonance. And going back to your favorite word of the day, cerebral, it's this thought process of Jordan was the first athlete that was essentially playing chess while we were playing checkers. And that is a 10-step love letter, instruction manual, however you want to call it, of how he did it. Yep. Yeah. I have one thing to say because this is – Probably like uh, I just thinking about that documentary got me back in that mode. My mom's birthday is the same birthday as MJ, right? Oh, no. I was born in '87, so I I didn't really pay attention to the first the first three peat. That second three peat, I'm nine years old. I'm in the Jordans. My mom's got me full decked out Bulls gear. There's 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 nothing. Nice. I remember that that. that I cried when they said this is MJ's last game. What? What? Why? Why? Yeah. What, what, what's going on? Why is he? Why, why is he stopping? Like, then watching this documentary and him saying, "I figured out how to win." It was just making sure everybody else believed in what I I, I knew. Like, winning is the easy part. It's getting everybody else to be on board. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean you figured out how to win? Like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> And he took it personally. <laughs> yeah. And I took that personally. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Love that meme, by the way. No, nah, speaking of personally, was your mom born on the same day as MJ or was MJ born on the same day as your mom? <laughs> oh. MJ's older, so she was born on the same, same day MJ. <laughs> <laughs> so but, uh, I guess like moving to kind of the next uh, the next big release for the year, right? Obviously, the the UNC to Chicago Jordan One is probably uh, a lot of people looked at as like the 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 alternative shoe for for All Star Weekend, right? I think that came out yeah. the same same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three, all three, same day. Uh, I think yeah. it's on. Uh, uh, 
this is this is a perfect platform and a perfect time to say this. So, so many people are upset whenever they see women's release in front of a Jordan, and they don't understand why. So, salute to the women's Jordan team and everybody behind the design teams, the the, the material handlers, everybody. Salute to the entire staff behind women's Jordans. There's a reason why they are creating this uh, uh, division itself for itself to sustain like women. Like that's a whole market that had rarely been catered to. And in order to have reoccurring customers, <laughs> you have to create something for them to come back to. So, yeah, we're not going to get extended sizes on a lot of these pairs. Yeah, they're 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 doing what they're doing, making them luxury, making them giving them extra whatever, just for them because they deserve it. Yeah, men are gonna buy it, but it, this was made for women in mind. Period. We're not drinking and painting it. We're not purpling and blue. We're, we're making a shoe for women. Oh, it's gonna have an MJ story, but this is this is for women, and and I applaud them for doing that and. 2021, 2022, we'll get back to unisex sizing, but that was why 2017 going into 2018, all the way up until um, this year, women. Because if you realize retro high men's, retro high jump men's like stopped, right? We mm -hmm. we didn't get any just retro highs with jumping on it. They became women's Jordans. Yeah. Mm. Then a lot of mids became women's mid SEs. We're still getting a few men's mids and unisex mids, but a lot of mids became GS and women's mids. And that was the reason. Like, we're creating this market for them. And once that market is fully curated, okay, we'll get back to unisex sizing. But that was the purpose behind all of that. That's not even just Jordan 1s. That, that's 11s, 4s, 3s, everything that they were doing. Like, it started with that. So I had to say that because I always get hit. Man, no extended sizes. This is why. Yeah. Well, with the Eleven uh, Jubilees that came out, um, you may be able to answer this. But are they looking to make a more uniform shoe? Like, because I know a lot of women, they're glad that they're getting the women releases. They're not, you know, shrinking, pinking, no glitter. They're getting some of these, uh, you know, ability to get some of these um, OG looking, you know, colorways now. But with the Jubilees that came out, I guess for us is yesterday. It was literally the same construction. The boxes were the same. Uh, they had different tags, like they had the women's tag. But if you took, uh, so me, I wear a 10. You take a, a men's 10 and a women's 11 and a half, they looked the exact same. It wasn't like a slimmer shoe. It was the exact same sneaker, but they separated the, the loadout for, hey, we're going to put women's tags on these, men's tags on these. Is that something you're going to be looking to get back to that you know of? Where, hey, we want to give, you know, we come up with a bread one, you get a bread one, and men's size, we're going to have the exact same thing. And, and you know, women's sizes, but we're gonna make sure it all looks the same. So, if you look at a GS pair and a women's pair, they're not the same. Yeah, yeah, they're completely different now. And 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 the reason for that, you know, salute to Jasmine Jordan, uh, Marcus. You're not gonna have this, and I'm not gonna have it. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, that's an analogy. I don't know if that's how they really look at it, but <laughs> it, it, it it is that way. Like. For years, they've gotten lesser quality. And why? For sure. Why would you do that? Like, I get kids. I want to throw the shoes on. They really playing. <laughs> they going 100 miles per hour. No stop. That shoe yeah. is really going to get worked out in. But, like, 
women do just as much as a lot of us do. Yep. They like women love getting fresh. We love getting fresh for women. So it was like women love getting fresh to get fresh, period. Like, <laughs> just confidence boost. Like, I get it. So why not give them what we get? This, this looking back, like the hair 11s or, or any, any, GS pair from previous years, like you said, like that carbon fiber don't look the same. Like, and just mm-hmm. sitting that up, even even just bringing it to one smaller uh, wings logo, uh, complete difference in leather. Like it just what they did with the damn um, the Japan pack recently was like a clear indication of like y'all gotta y'all can't do that to the the the, the women. Like make a women's oh, pair, man, make a women's pair, just give yeah. it. It was completely different. Like the shoe itself was damn near like an alternative version to what we got as men. Man, I didn't see those. Like, I, I had to sit the there. Oh no! Yeah, like I had to sit. Back. Like it wasn't. It, I can't do that to my wife. For sure. <laughs> God dang! You know, if she can't, if she can't wear what I wear, then I'm not. I'm not gonna do that to her. But keep that. Yeah. Like it's not fair. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's just an equality thing. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like it, it's, it's one of those things that just from a, from a business perspective, right? Like w- women generally speaking are wearing more sneakers than probably they ever have before too. Right. And buying more, right. There, there are way more women that I know now that have 30, 50, a hundred pairs of sneakers in their closet where like, you know, when I was, younger that was not the case right it was a few here and there that that were into it that to that level but it wasn't like it wasn't like something that that they were like you said they were getting fresh but it was a different type of thing back then and i also just think that like the cool thing about this whole shift has been there there's opportunity to do both for for nike and jordan brand right now right they're so popular on a bigger scale right like like you said kenneth i mean the last dance, like even like I have like younger cousins that are now Jordan fans that weren't Jordan fans. You know, they they knew Jordan and they have Jordans, but they weren't like they weren't aware of like why. Yeah. And I think that goes across the board. But also like for from a business perspective, because of that kind of expansion of, of mindset for people. Now you can have so much creativity with all of these different places right and and inevitably there's always going to be people that feel left out right like there's going to be people that are like you know i mean think of like some of the the interesting like collaborations that happened the sheila rashid was that one of them like with a purple dip toe on that like gray suede pair like it's a mid right but like i think that shoe looks dope of course i'd love to buy it if it was in my size but like, I'm not going to be mad about it. It's like that, that just necessarily, that's just a necessity for, for the business to have all these different nuances. And I think of like, mm-hmm. this just came to mind because I was scrolling through looking at some of the releases, but like there was that like grade school, I think, uh, yellow Jordan one with the flowers on it around the same time that came out. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's nice. kind of funny because you, you have a shoe that essentially, is almost like exactly what the customizers and like, you know, like all these people that have been making these, the, all the drama that's come around all these shoes, right. Where they swapped out the swoosh for something else. And 
Like this is just Nike saying, look, we know that there's a demand for this, whether that's, uh, you know, a grade school size, a women's size, a men's size. It doesn't really matter. Right. They're just testing all these different things out because there's enough people out there to buy them. And yeah, like as sneaker heads or whatever, we're going to be looking at like, you know, the highs or the or, you know, the specific lows. But like, you know, the the average consumer sees like, yeah. you know, like the Hulk Jordan one mids. Right. And it's like. Hey, my kid's into the Hulk. I'm into the Hulk. I'm going to buy these. Right. So they have to have all these varieties available. Right. So Uh, that right there is the main word of the day when it comes to anything as far as people wanting to be inclusive to things. Women were not in the, the pool of shoes for them back in the day because it wasn't available to them. Just think of how many high uh, energy releases, any quick strikes, some tier zero releases that had no GS women sizes whatsoever. Just think. Now multiply that by like the years of the brand being alive. <laughs> yep. And then, now and let's I- just give them three years of exclusives. It doesn't equal up, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Long time coming. It should have happened long, like. Years and years ago, from the beginning. Yeah. So before we before we go on to like one of the, I guess, craziest shoes of of Jordan ones this year, I thought it was interesting that I think it was the the was a white and gray Zoom the first Zoom Jordan one of the year. Or was there one before that? Oh no, that was the first. No, the black Zoom. Zoom racers were the first one of the year. Uh, the first Zoom that you're talking about that they made. Uh, was uh, 2019's The Fearless. Those are the first Oh, made. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the okay. The racers. I didn't get any Zoom Jordan 1s whatsoever. I'm still a little salty about that. I, I, I talked about it last night. Um, all due to neglect. I mean, that's that's it. Like, I literally neglected release date and, and looked back. Oh, shit, they dropped. Dang. <laughs> So that, that and it's funny because I put release dates out every Sunday. How the hell do you forget about a release date and you literally update people every Sunday? Well, that's the thing about that one. This pair, the white and gray pair, has. I mean, people were like, "I don't want that shoe. I don't want this shoe." And just so happened, there's a very expensive one that looks like it. We're gonna get to later. They're like, "Ooh, I want that one. I can't afford this one." And the price is almost five hundred bucks. For size 10, which is going to balance out to what I'm trying to buy uh, 2017, the Royal. Like, it's the can't perception it. of, like, I, I can't, can't do it. I mean, and that's, that's kind of where I was headed with this, right? Like, the Dior Jordan 1, obviously, bananas that that even happened. But, like, I, I actually, I, I mean, I like that Zoom colorway. I just, Again, it's one of those things where you just can't possibly pay attention to everything that's coming out, you know, like it's and you're not going to be able to buy everything either. Right. But like then once you have, you know, I think this is part of the problem with with everybody jumping ahead. Right. Once you know the Dior Jordan one is coming. You almost are like distracted by it with everybody talking about it on social media. So there's other ways of things just falling through the cracks. Right. Because I think even in that same right around that same time is when that uh, the the mid Jordan one Chicago came out right with the black toe. And that's a good looking shoe, but like it wasn't, 
it didn't have a lot of energy around it because everybody was so like, when's the drop when, you know, like everybody's just like waiting to see when this Dior thing is going to happen. Because I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm paying attention to it too. It's like, Hey, if I get, if I get lucky and I can make $10,000 on a shoe, you better believe I'm going to take half that, put it away and then buy $5,000 worth of shoes. I actually want, you know, like that's just how I would do it. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I always, I, I'm so frustrated with that DR release. Um, not the actual release itself, but just the shoe itself. Um, like, cool, congrats, what they did with it. That's that's huge. But, like, I just was turned off by the whole idea of a Dior Jordan 1. Like, I get fashion houses wanting to, you know, dabble in the streetwear. Cool. Even sportswear. Got it. I just, I just couldn't. But like you said, if I hit, I'm going to I'm going to take that. Like, who's not going to do that? That shoe wasn't made for the common consumer to just wear around. Like that was literally made for people who want to, uh, who are into that lifestyle. I don't even I don't I don't know how else to to say yeah. that. Like people who are into you yes, know, bro, the flex. They want to flex on them, as the kids say. I got the thousand dollar belt on. Why not have the two thousand dollar shoes on with the two thousand dollar jeans and the four thousand? Yeah, like, blows my mind. I'm like, and a million dollar smile because you have one, Mister Unloved One. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm my feet fix, actually. So <laughs> I have to. I have to. I, have, I want to throw that out there. That that's my goal for like before I hit 2022 to have my teeth completely fixed. I was a huge smoker about three, four years ago and I quit. So like, that's one thing I have to, I have to uh, get on. But no, like, uh, uh, in all seriousness, like when that shoe first leaked, when, um, hero, uh, leaked it, the owner of fragment, I was like, I paid attention to the damn, uh, varsity reds more than I did the Dior's, but I understood it. Cause Travis had leaked it probably like 30 minutes prior and I didn't see that. I didn't see that picture. So I didn't know that. Oh shit. That, that, you know, that's what's going on. Like I kind of just like kept scrolling. <laughs> and so like I started, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. And then I, I, I tweeted it. I didn't say anything. I said, Oh, so this is what the 85 is going to look like. And then, and then it just kind of exploded from there. But, uh, I <laughs> I automatically, did, when I seen the show, I was like, oh, that's not for us. That is not for us. It's oh, super we all entered the draw, because I know I didn't know it very well. I went flying to Las Vegas, which is the closest place for me to buy. I, I, had, I, had, I had probably three or four people hit me and say, if you win, I'll fly you here. I'll make. I'll, I'll, I'll set you up in the hotel. I'll fly you here. I'm giving you this. I'm not going to disclose the amount. I'm giving you this, and we're good. And I'm like, bet. Can't say that. Bet. Whatever area I was flying to, I was taken care of. I mean, I still have those offers up. Like, yo, if you if you find somebody who has a price under this, let me know. Like, I get that DM. So often it's ridiculous. Like, That's crazy. What do you want me to do? I, there's nobody selling the Dior under that price. And if are, I'd be skeptical. Yeah, yeah. They um, have come down quite a bit, I think, like yeah, in the yeah. last in the last yeah. maybe three, four months. But I mean, I say mm -hmm. that knowing that like they're still 
you know, seven to eight thousand dollars, maybe ten thousand dollars out of my price range. So, you know, very subjective to people. <laughs> yeah, they've come down, right? Like, uh huh. <laughs> Still can't do it. <laughs> so, I, I guess, like, from there, I think, like, the next big release. I don't even know um, if, if you would consider it big, but like maybe Corp Purples was right after that, right? Like April or May mm-hmm. timeline. Yeah. All right. So there was the UNC's Corp Purple. I mean, on UNC's, the Pine Greens, because like I think everybody just like kind of skipped that once they seen it. And it was <laughs> that Pebble London. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Then, yeah, the Corp Purples was probably. In my top five Jordan ones this year, because anything purple, I'm going to grab it. And then it's a Chicago colorway, so it was like, you're not getting away from me. I'm going to get you no matter what. Um, so like, I got, I hate, I hate even saying this. So, <sighs> UNC's the Chicago's got that for my wife, my daughter, myself. Core purples I got just for myself, and the pine greens I got for my son. But I got all of those at the beginning of February. So I was I, I, when when they came in, I was like, "Yes," but it was a no. Shut up! Do not post. <laughs> what? How hard is that? How hard is that? You get the box like, "Yes," you're like, "All right, well now I can't even do anything with them for a month or so." That goes back to what I said earlier about the whole guilt thing and just hearing people not being able to, like, get a win this year on certain things. Because it's like, damn, you sitting there not being able to do this and and I got this, which is why I did a giveaway this past month um, for the Black and Golds. Uh, February, I plan on doing another giveaway uh, for the UNCs and the um, Silver Toes. I wish I could do the Natural Grays, but that's not going to happen. Um and, and I wish I could do trophy rooms, but that's damn sure not going to happen. But yeah, no, like that's the question. Like that, that's where that guilt comes from. Like just sitting on shit and not being able to talk. Like, how is this? How does this look? And me saying, I don't know. Yeah, like, you like looking at it on the floor. Like, yeah, it would look like. <laughs> I mean, but that's also that's also why you have those relationships with people, right? I mean, that's the thing that people don't necessarily realize that are going to watch this or listen to this episode is that there's a lot of that give and take, right? Like, you know, in order for you to be in a relationship with somebody, they've got to trust that you're not going to leak that stuff before mm-hmm. the days that they want it. Right. Cause I mean, inevitably nothing, everything gets leaked before the brand really wants it to be out there, but they want it to be out there with certain people because of the way that those people present the product. They tell the stories, they just respect the, the nature of that whole, you know, unveiling of the product right and i think that's something that speaks a lot to like how you go about this right like yeah you you and it's tough because i think you play both sides of that very well right like you do acknowledge these like mock-ups you talk about everything that's coming on a regular basis but at the end of the day you're not going to go throw those on on a on a instagram post or on on twitter or something just because you know you're going to get a bunch of likes out of it you're going to wait Till it's right for your relationship. I look at it like this: there's there's absolutely no reason for me to post something for likes. I, I get nothing out of a like. Uh, I, I I've had that 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 was a deep conversation I had with my wife. Um, 
if you're not posting to be informative or to help somebody, what the fuck are you posting it for? Like, I, I, I have other posts for that. Like, I post people to highlight them. Somebody took a dope shot or, or whatever have you. Yeah, that, that's what I do on a daily basis. I have certain days where I post customs for people, which is probably going to stop in 2021 because that's a whole nother story, too. But, um, yeah, it, it goes into what are you getting out of it? Like, I don't get paid to post shoes. I do get paid to post merchandise because, well, I'm, I'm, I, I've, uh, I've gotten those discount codes. I've gotten those relationships. So that that's the influence of marketing shit. Cool. I yeah. don't. I'm not influencing anybody to buy this shoe. I'm being informative to let you know. Hey, um, this shoe is coming out in a few months. Uh, like uh, the what is it? J23 app or 23J app or whatever. It does the exact same thing. He's a little bit more cautious and careful because of the prestige he's built up around his app. He has no choice but to be factual and correct and only post the official photos. Hats off to him. Shout out to that guy because I understand. I have a little bit more leeway because I'm not getting paid to post this stuff. He has a paid app. His stuff has to be factual. And mm-hmm. which is why a lot of people this this right here boils down to why people get mad at mock-ups and replicas being posted on blogs. They're getting paid ad representation to post things, to have factual information. So when it's not correct, it's like, are y'all gonna retract this? Because y'all are getting paid to post what's going on. Y'all not getting paid to post this per se, but Y'all get paid to have factual information. Y'all are drawing in traffic. So what's going on here? So that that right there, that bottom line, money makes a difference in the why people are upset when they see certain things. Like you have you you have an obligation here. Every blog is getting paid for uh, ad revenue. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I went off a whole nother. I know you consider yourself a journalist, but I also feel you've been a bit of an educator this episode. So kudos to you because you've been dropping gems left and right. For sure. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That, 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 that means a lot coming from y'all guys, truthfully. Uh, Being that some of y'all have been in the game for years and I've been following y'all just, just, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Um, I do want to say one thing. Uh, uh, when 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 it comes to a lot of these releases now, um, a lot of leaks are completely different from what they were two three years ago. Like they slowed up dramatically. Uh, if you notice, uh, Jordan Brand unveiled their holiday, well, their uh, spring release collection, uh, All Star collection, literally a month and a half, almost two months earlier than what they did previous years. Granted, they would have set up the event and they would have had, you know, media there to take the pictures, how they usually had the setup and all that. I, You know, they, they weren't able to do that. So what they did was sufficient enough. But notice how early they did it. And there's a reason for that. I mean, COVID, of course. But there's a gap of releases that were not released this year. And to take up that space here, we're giving you a look at what we're doing next year, which means we're probably going, 
I don't want to say some of those are canceled because I don't know the information just yet. I know uh, a fourth of those releases are canceled, but the majority of those releases will happen next year, and it's going to be a lot. Namely, the DBs oh, that, that yeah. got moved to next year. I forgot about that. I was, my mind was like, so was like prepared to realize there was no DBs this year. Right. They, like there yeah. was a gap of releases uh-huh. that were just, all right, we're just going to we're going to do it next yeah. year. Yeah. And and those were included in that. And and the 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 trade-off was us being able to see official photos and 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 release kits, the whole press kit of what's coming out next year. That makes sense. Don't worry about January. And like they skipped over okay. January to tell us what's coming now. For real, skipped over January. I was scratching my head and asking certain people, like, yo, I just read your article. What's going on? Oh, yeah, no, we just had to. Uh, yeah, but like January, man. <laughs> oh, everybody knows about January. No, they don't. Like this. <laughs> and, and there's like photos came out afterwards about stuff in January, but like we literally got stuff for February, March, and April official photos from Jordan Brand. Like, <laughs> But I get it. That was the trade-off. Like I said, that was the trade-off for the gap of stuff that was So, kudos, hats off. We know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, getting back into some of these releases, I'm just going to throw a few of them out there and see what you guys think of them. Um, obviously, Royal Toes were were pretty solid. Uh, the other few that came out, like, not, not too far from that was, uh, well, the tie-dye ones women's release I thought was super dope. Um, there was, there was, uh, I, I don't think they did as well as, as I thought they would, but the nothing but net lows were pretty interesting. Uh, and then I forget the, the name of the, there was a day white looking low that came out. too they had like a painted white swoosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one that I, there's kind of around that time, I think, but I can't remember exactly was like the, it was the, I think it was a high, but it was gray and then it had the red collar. And I don't forget the name of it. Oh, oh. yeah, because everyone thought it was like this well, like Union ripoff almost. The, the gray, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Inspired Jordans. I, I do want to put that out there. That is that is going to be another mainstay color blocking. Like the yeah. Shattered Bad Boy color block became a mainstay. That Union color blocking is going to become a mainstay. Um, yeah. But yeah. Stores had it lined up as the uh, Bloodline 2.0s. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that mock-up complete. Well, you know what? I'm not going to say we because I had nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the original mock-up for the Bloodline 2.0 was completely wrong. Uh, everybody was like, oh, we're getting a Chicago-inspired Bloodline yeah, next year. And we end up getting that, which I'm not mad at. It's a dope shoe in hand. My wife has it. I skipped out on it because I'm 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 rough on any shoe that is suede. <laughs> uh, women's snakeskin was another one that yeah, I can, that's I what can, I was just thinking. for that one. That 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 uh that one hurt. Uh, shout out to the designer behind that. Uh, you did your thing. I no, I mean no harm if you hear this. That just that just was the shoe for 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 this household. <laughs> and my wife looked at it was like reverse black to, uh, red toe yeah red toe you can call it red toe it's not black toes it's like black toes but red, red 
<laughs> I think it, I think I think it, it could have been a, a little bit uh it could have been executed a little bit better and I don't think the satin name should have been placed upon it because of that like there was they they could have just called it you know uh, uh black and red snake skins or snake skins but the satin part threw so many people off it was like oh just the inner lining in the tongue got it yeah yeah yeah, I'm surprised. So that basically gets us to the essentially the COJPs, right? Like the silvers were the first ones. I think August. Um, oh, there you go, Mike. Mike's got his pair. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> one purchase of Jordan ones this year. Like I have nothing else. I, like, I feel naked because I don't have any shoes downstairs, man. <laughs> I don't got to be with me either right now. So I didn't get any ones this year at all. I don't think so, but it's all good. Um, I think the, Look at that he looks like, what? It's not, it's not, it's not as surprising, but like none, no lows, no mids, no nothing. I don't by think so, man. Or, 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 by yeah, by, I mean, a lot of that by choice. Yeah. Like I was trying to cut back on spinning, uh, uh, you know, okay. it was a whole, it was a whole deal for me, but Usually the first thing I do is like catch up when I do that. If I take a break from buying shoes, it's like, well, I still want to get that pair that came out, you know, previously. And I just, I really haven't even done that with, with hardly anything. So, um, but I had to buy this year. The silvers. See, see, I think, I think that the navies are, are, are that for me, right? Like that's the shoe. I'm like, okay, I have got to figure out a way to get a pair of these without paying too crazy of, of a price for them. So. Right. They're decently low right now. I don't know why, but yeah, they're yeah, like still the mid two hundreds, which is really low for Jordan One. Yep. But but I I, I guess I want to ask you this, Kenneth. I actually think that the I actually think that generally speaking, the price of all Jordan Ones on the resale market has come down pretty decently over the past like six to nine months. Even though there's way more and there's way more interest in it, there seems to be like a just a I don't know. There just doesn't seem to be like the crazy high prices that you typically see. But again, I guess I'm assuming that I'm saying that thinking like there aren't really like the original colorways, right? Like that's what's missing right now is like the demand for Royals, breads, et cetera. The U.S. doesn't dictate resale prices. That's what happens because uh, most of the bigger resellers don't sell through consignment shops. They sell overseas. And if overseas is not picking them up, price tends to drop because they can't sit on that stock, which is why you you'll if you like follow sneaker Twitter, you'll hear a bunch of people saying sit or sell or or whatever have you, and then you'll find somebody who has so many pairs and rents to. So price drop. I got, you know, ten sizes here. I'm trying to get rid of them all in bulk. Like you don't ever see them selling them each. I'm trying to get bulk, bulk sell, bulk sell, bulk sell, bulk sell. And that only happens when overseas isn't taken. Like I paid attention to that. Like I don't follow resale to a T to know exactly what prices are, but I follow to know how bad people are doing. I know it sounds fucked up, but. <laughs> it, it, but that's it, a great it, point. And I think a lot of people don't realize like, I mean, when I was working for StockX, right, like we could see just how many pairs of a lot of the mids, for instance, were smaller sizes and mids would sell to China. And we would see prices of some of those shoes 
just ridiculous prices, like stuff that here in the States would be on a discount at Foot Locker would be selling in specific sizes for five, six, seven hundred dollars. And I'm talking like nine months, 16, 18 months after they release. Right. Like it's it's kind of really interesting to think about it in like a bigger picture. But um, I wanted to, to shift, I guess, to one of the shoes that I know Robbie picked up. And uh, the biohacks, right? I I did get them here and I put the off-white laces on them because it matched the toe box. Perfect. Um, I forgot what I, I forgot what shoes. I think the, I don't even know what fucking shoe the laces came from, but it matched the teal perfect. And I was like, that's a wrap for the teal. But they're cool, man. I'm, a lot of people picked these up. A lot of people hated on them because they were so easy to pick up. I think they're they're weird. They're cool and they're weird. They're the yellowing, the yellowing is cool, but I like because I put the teal laces. I think the teal laces look. You don't see teal on a lot of Jordan ones, so I'm I'm, I'm so jealous that you have off whites and then the laces to match them. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um. <laughs> but then um, it was the Japan, Japan, like the pink on the Japan, I think looks really good too. There's something different, but so a friend of mine has a pink hoodie. I, uh, he made a pink hoodie and uh, that, it was funny you did that I only wear my pink hoodie when I wear those so <laughs> pink and navy in my pair mm-hmm. the, no the but uh, those, those those biohacks is probably like my absolute favorite shoe that came out this year and it was it's because it was so shocking seeing it and even getting it in hand is still shocking like I can't believe they did this and like I went over it last night when, um, during my live. Um, I broke it down. I said, uh, Rogue on a collar, Jubilee on the tongue, uh, Cyclops. Yes. I, like, I broke it down. I put, oh, like, man. every X think about how. Early 90s cartoon, like, I had to have it. Like, even, like, we had that shoe pegged like all right it's going to be the undefeated dunk colorway now when we got that it was like is it going to be blow for blow this or did they just borrow the colors they just borrowed the colors and then took it a step further and yeah oh colossus on the swoosh <laughs> oh yeah I got sure. keep it going keep it going professor x we need to hear all of it <laughs> Throw the pair up. Yeah, Professor X in there somewhere. <laughs> no, I was calling you, Professor X, because you you did your best to rebro, man. You put the helmet on and you're locating mutants right, left and right in that colorway. I do that with a lot of pairs. Like, whenever I get a pair in, the first thing I'm thinking about is what comic character can I match this to? Because I have a lot of tees yeah. that have comic characters. If I can't match it to that, what tee do I personally have that I can match this to? But I always, I always go back to a comic book character when I get a pair. Uh, oh man, uh, oh man, hold on, hold on. Zen's the, 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 uh, that was a blow for blow dunk colorway. Oh, yeah, the Brute Zen's. Yeah, that was a blow for blow dunk colorway. There was, they, they, they purposely did that one. Like, uh, what was I getting ready to say? I, I was I was getting ready to say the uh, the most disappointing Jordan one of the year for me, but go ahead, I'm gonna hold that off. Oh. <laughs> All right, so let's go, let's go through like the last handful of of like the major releases. So um, the ones that come to mind for me 
the, actually one of the shoes that I actually surprisingly liked and wish I would have picked up and I'll probably get at some point was the the crater the zoom crater Jordan one I just thought it was kind of weird in a cool way like Robbie said on the on the biohacks um and then there was obviously the the COJPs that we just talked about the navy color big big kind of uh release energy for for that one just because you know you had all these people that kind of I feel like that was a perfect time of like separation between people that got into sneakers on a much deeper level within the last, you know, five years that didn't necessarily know the backstory of that shoe, but it's a great colorway. Um, and then, uh, what else we got? Like the, obviously the, the metallic gold, uh, women's were pretty dope. Uh, the black and metallic gold, uh, well then obviously the, the, the quote band, uh, mids that came out. Robbie picked up the mochas. That's that's another one worth mentioning. That was I, I saw that those are still floating around on like there's a draw going on right now. So I don't know how they're really still floating around, but they are. Yeah. And then uh, like a one of the year. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I, I just want to mention like the the J Balvins because I, I thought that shoe we talked about it a few weeks back, but uh, it's obviously way shoe. over the top. It's not like your traditional Jordan one, but I think it's super dope that that they are doing something that extreme, that kind of crazy and just letting a creative person, an artist like collab and, and just really run with it. Right. Because I would say like it's as weird as it sounds, the off whites, the Virgils, the unions, they're very safe in terms of colors and like materials. And, you know, they did their thing. They do. They make it their own. They, they chop it up in different ways. But like when you see the J Balvin Jordan ones, it's like, damn, what the hell? That's that's wild. You know, like, I mean, I, I couldn't see myself wearing it, but like that's a shoe that I would love to have on the shelf just to look at, you know. Yeah, that 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 was a wild shoe. That was a super wild shoe. What I did wish they did with that shoe was have the color placement random and not like the exact same on every pair. Like, mm. Like the tie dye thing, but like if I get it, it was it's sort it's sort of like the the uh, infra, uh, uh, heat map, but yeah. if it, if they did it, it's just in different places, like place the heat in different areas, so it like disperses differently over the shoe. I think that would have been dope. I get why they did it the way they did, but that was like my only critique on that shoe. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I uh, so I, with uh, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, just with that, I'm just talking about the color, like the J Balvin is the reason why Jordan 1s are 170 now. So you to have a shoe like the J Balvin and have the Zoom Air and have all these fun, new, inventive things, the Crater 1s, you got to up the price of those everyday 160 Jordan 1s because it's incredibly expensive. You have to color each panel on that Balvin 1. You have to color. There's so much work that goes behind a shoe like that, that you're not going to be able to produce it unless you want it to cost 225 250 you know start charging that ultra premium jordan markup but uh i can't even look at that shoe like i literally i don't look at, i don't look at photos of it i want it so bad that like i'm not gonna i haven't looked at resale yet mike typically goes and looks at it and tells me after i say that don't tell me this time i was like i can't I'm not, right. <laughs> say that i was like for you well if mike won't i <laughs> i'm not looking at price that's the only release of the whole year where it stung. It's like, damn, man, I had like 15 different raffles. I had like 10 different people trying for me on sneakers. And I, 
uh, it's like the girlfriend that broke up with you and broke your heart. Like you don't even want to, you wish she was dead. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean that to anybody walking this earth, but <laughs> the sentiment of being, it's so heartbroken. You're like, well, fucking fall off a cliff. <laughs> Just like, I can't, it hurts. Yeah. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, the value was more than expected. I, uh, they were the same price as the uh, uh, eighty-five highs they came out in um, in, in, in uh, February. They were like one ninety. Yeah, like they they yeah they were more than than that. But I want I, I want to say this: my most disappointing release of the year had to be the Mocha's. Uh Really? So why? Why you say that? <laughs> I was fooled by the pictures, man. Like the pictures got me, they got me good. Like I was thinking, Oh, when I get these in, uh, but it was, it, the color was so off from what I thought they were going to be that I was just turned off by the shoe. Like I That's did weird. my normal, trick, my normal trick to save a shoe that I'm turned off of throw red in it and see if it works. This, <laughs> <laughs> This brown is kind of cool that it's not like coffee brown. It's like, how much just like doo doo brown do you wear? I, I don't wear a lot of like doo doo brown. So like, you gotta you gotta make it like an earthy brown. So like, I think calling it mocha is dumb. Uh, but my friend brought this up because there's this pair, and I, I have the the clay green somewhere. So you have mocha mm-hmm. and matcha because the other one's kind of like a matcha green. It's not so much a clay. Calling these mocha, I wouldn't call it mocha. I call it Earthly, E A R F L Y, earthly. I like that. I like that. Keep that in mind right there. I like that. And there's one more women's release that I had to bring out because uh, that that was like their, that was the women's team favorite release this year, which were the Lucky Greens. That was their most prized oh, release yeah. this year. Um, yeah, that mainly, mainly because story behind it you know MJ's 60 point game against Boston that was like that was their crown jewel this year of releases yo he lost that Jordan's game goal. I just gotta say he lost I that game <laughs> I, 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 have always, and, I have to always contextualize and, 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 yo he lost hell on that one Robbie I'm surprised you're giving any sort of love to Celtics anywhere for that Man, I would have just ignored that LeBron 25 straight and they won what's up I'm just saying like <laughs> 63 and you lot got your ass beat and that was like double overtime too took double overtime to get 63 something like that lebron 25 straight against the greatest defensive team ever before i got a random question i don't know if anybody's answered this before um you think that lebron is going to stay in the nba long enough to play with his son yes that's why i think so at least against his son yeah. At least, yeah. Nah, he'll play the same team. He'll pull strings to make it happen. No. So, Carl Malone's old ass kept playing on like one knee, and he still gave you 15 points. So, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron's going to be bigger, stronger, faster, and more talented than Carl Malone. So, I, the question is is he going to be there when his grandson is ready to enter the league at this yeah, point? Right. The way LeBron is just indestructible. For real. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Le- LeBron, LeBron can play forever. The, the problem with somebody that plays at LeBron's level is as soon as he feels that he falls off, he's not going to want to play. You know what I mean? Like once you start yeah. to slip a little bit, it's it's tough to realize it. So 
I mean, I, I think he will end up playing with his kid at some point, but I don't think it will be like a long time thing because, you know, it's, it's just gotta be really he's hard. Gonna right? throw him one like, it's it's going to, Br- Bronny's going to get some like, you know, sports center, top 10 highlight film. And you're going to see LeBron. And I took that personally, you know, like, he's going to pull an MJ and like, just be pissed because now Bronny's outshining him. And, you know, eventually he'll, he'll just have to, you know, move to the bench and become a coach of some sort. <laughs> no, I mean, LeBron's got that adamantium skeleton as we're going back to the X-Men route. So there you go. But I, I think the, the commercial rights itself, he's going to throw him one oop. It's going to be picture perfect. And then he's going to be like, I'm going to retire. Or if he does the heel turn, like you were saying, Nick, he's going to chase down, block his ass and then send him to the bench for smoking <laughs> weed while he was in the bubble. Anything's in play here. No, I mean, how much Ronnie had changed in like two months of like seeing him and then seeing him again, kind of like, like, what happened? Did you eat a cow? Just yeah. <laughs> I thought he ate Bryce at one point. I was like, "Where's Bryce?" And you see, I was like, "Oh my god, what happened?" Like he's not a teenager. That's a grown man right there. Just no. different. It, it, it's going to be special, though, when, when, when Bronny is doing the LeBron dunk and LeBron's just LeBron's in the foreground watching him. There's so many photos of people in the foreground watching LeBron dunk. I see LeBron James Jr. dunking with his father in the foreground. That'd be sad. I, I, need, I need his uh, training and, and his uh, food intake so I can get there. Yeah, right. Seriously. Bro, All you right, need so a time machine and different genetics. <laughs> like. <laughs> That full yeah, 16 and like, adamantium, you know. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron had himself cloned. <laughs> right. All right. So so Robbie and Ro, what's what's your uh most disappointing Jordan one release of the year? I kind of was like with you, Nick, I, I haven't been really a big Jordan one guy in the past. So it's, it's always been a shoe that I will volunteer my services to be an extra raffle ticket or a meat shield, but nothing too disappointing for me. How about you, Robbie? <laughs> meat shield. Um, man, it, it's the J Balvin. Like for, I'm not kidding. I don't, I saw Stanley post pictures, like detailed photos on his Instagram. I ain't get the fuck out of here. And, and, and I love Stanley. It's nothing on him. It's like, I can't look at him. They hurt. They hurt. I want that shoe so bad. If someone can sell me that shoe for four hundred dollars. I'll buy it off you right now. They're not going to sell it to me for that low, but I want that <laughs> shoe bad. I mean, so I think the, for me, I'd probably go back to like the New Beginnings release because I, I I just would have liked to have both or either of those. And I think there's plenty of people that would appreciate, especially the, especially the Jordan One. Like that colorway is just solid, right? And you haven't really had a chance at, at a colorway like that before, so. Um, so how about what? how about like hold, hold pause oh, slam on brakes you haven't seen a col- you haven't had a chance for a colorway like that before white black and red on a Jordan one no 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 the, the, <laughs> no 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 like the like all red and white right oh 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 okay I thought you were talking or about the Jordan all one white with red right no yeah I mean I know it's just a I mean I know it's a Chicago colorway but like that like specific pan like color blocking to me is like super, super dope. Like I, I, I might actually even like that better than the Chicago color blocking, which might mm-hmm. sound yeah, blasphemous, that, but I, call, I said it. I call it the <laughs> that is the UNC color blocking because you got UNC's black whites and the uh, storm blues. 
I think. Yep. I, I, don't quote me, but I think we got one pair that's going to be like that next year. Maybe two. But it looks like both of them are, are going to be women's releases. That doesn't help me out at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so, so if you had, to, if you had to break down, let's, let's do it this way to, to wrap it up. If you had to break down 2020 on a scale of one to 10 for Jordan releases, what would it be? And also your one, two or three top picks from the year. Oh, okay. Uh, damn. I just, I just did this. Hold on. Uh, I want to say, I give them a six. They did the best they could this year. And top releases, I uh, I can give you six. I can give you the Jordan pack, the 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 rookie pack, biohacks, fire red fours, Flint thirteens, and the women's off whites fours. And honorable mention the fire red fives. All right, all right, Robbie, Ro. I'd be playing myself if I didn't pick the three shoes I have in front of me here. <laughs> I'm just going to copy off of Robbie's swagger and style and say those three are pretty badass. And then just kind of thinking about it, I too just slipped on a release date, but I didn't think I was going to get a shot on them. The Air Jordan 1 Retro, the Chicago's, if they were also from this year. Apologies if they weren't. But those, in hindsight, are one where I'm like, I should have picked that up. But. Yo, Chicago's are wild because I, I got the 2016 pair from... Nike Portland. I actually got them while waiting in line where they've still let people wait in line in front of Nike Portland for retail. And now they're like a thousand dollars and mine are in immaculate shape. I need to flip those. I'm not going to pristine. I'm not going to flip them. Um, I met Tommy Wiseau from the room wearing my Chicago ones. What's up? <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a random flex, but uh, hi, Mach. Uh, it's so funny. Um, but no, um, when it comes to releases, I, I I'm kind of on Kenneth's level. I'm thinking a six just because we didn't have any OG colorways released this year, right? Not one OG. Uh, the uh, one. Fire Red Fours, Fire Red Fives. No, just the one. I'm, I'm talking just one life. Oh, There's no. Not one OG. And that's yeah. why I have to give it. I mean, if you want to count the metallic black and golds, because that's a friends and nope. family away from 85. Not that. If you got to yeah. look at a catalog and. Nah. <laughs> I'm neither friend nor family. So no. <laughs> no, no, no. We haven't had an OG one release since 2017. So yeah, for three years now. I mean, if you want to count the 2001's pairs, because that's 19 years. They're 19 years yeah, old. No, this is the closest. But yeah, I mean, that's it. the breads, man. I asked because if the breads were, I don't have, I've never owned a pair of bread ones. That's like the one of, that's one of four Jordans I've never owned where it's like, when it finally happens, I'll stop buying Jordans, period. Yeah, but, be back soon. You, you say that now. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I say that now. Red ones before we get Chicago's again. Better. <laughs> that's the only one I'm missing. I got Shadows, Chicago's, Royals. I just don't have, I don't have the bread, so. Sleeper pairs of the year, and I'm I'm kind of upset people slept on these. Uh, the cement pack, the blue and red cement threes that came out this year. Hell yeah, I I've been on that yep. campaign all year. Every time I wear my red threes, I'm like, you're playing your damn self. So you were born in '87. We 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 all enjoy that the Jordan era. If you would have told ten year old you that an all red pair of threes was coming out, you would have lost your shit. And now when people see them in 2020, they're like, ah. Oh, 
it's not, it's not this, or it's not exclusive enough, or it's not, man, shut the fuck up. Like that shoe is like <laughs> fantasy shoe. And you're just too jaded. Talk about it, Robbie. The, <laughs> guys, shot. the blue one too. Oh, I mean, man. the blue ones are whatever. Yeah. They're cool. But the red, I specifically thought, man, if they would have made an all red thing into the Dornbeckers, if they would have released an all red three, or like the Toro, how popular the, the Toro 4 was. Why wasn't the, the Chicago 3 as popular as the Toro 4? Toro 4 is trash materials. Like, let's just, let's let's be real. It's like, I don't get it. That's a great shoe. So I'm happy you brought that up. I will keep on that campaign for another two weeks until the year's <laughs> over. Then I'll retire it. I mean, I think that I think the sleeper for me was just because I wasn't paying enough attention to it. And I didn't expect it. It was just that Zoom Crater colorway just looks, I mean, and I'm, I'm saying that because it's like raining and like nasty weather outside. And that's the type of shoe I would wear right now if I had it. But mm-hmm. I mean, and the lace, dope too. They got infrared laces. Yep. Those are I, cool. I think, I think you, you're spot on though with like on a scale of one to 10, probably a six in terms of, at least in terms of Jordan ones, like it just wasn't, there just was, there was a lot of stuff that was, that was marginal, right? It was like, it was made for people that haven't really been crazy into sneakers for a long time, which, you know, inevitably it's interesting to, to me, I think, and to a lot of us, but it's like, we talked about the Dior's and, and some of those, like, like the black toe Chicago one mid, right? It's like, eh, yeah, I'd rather have something else. I'll just hold off and wait till the next time. Compared compared to uh, previous years. I mean, granted, like, COVID like sucked the life out of a lot of us, you know, no pun intended. God bless me. I'm so sorry. But like it really just dampened everything. So it's like when you you have something to look forward to and then it's not really like uh, uh, giving you the same feeling it did prior to being on lockdown and not being outside to really enjoy it. It's like, what more can you do? And then like, I don't know what y'all do for a living like having like a thousand zoom meetings every fucking week. And, and yep. you're just looking at boxes in the corner. Cause it's like, damn, do I even need to open this right now? Like yep. I'm good. Like I'm not going away. So everything is lackluster. And then like, even just to think about like the, the, the amount of events that are usually placed on a lot of these capsules and activations, like that's missed. Yep. So the energy is not that. So is it, Six is generous, honestly. Like that's that's yeah. that's being generous, and not for any brand, truthfully. No, I was gonna say, is that a six oh, with an asterisk? New Balance said, "I don't give a fuck what you're feeling right now. We're coming still." And I, I yeah. you see what I have on my chest. New Balance said, "Fuck what y'all are doing. I'm still coming." <laughs> yep, that's what she said. <laughs> So before we get out of here, Kenneth's got some stuff in the works that I think everybody's going to be excited about. So why don't you share with them some of the stuff you're working on? Um, So starting in January, I am covering Jordan one lows. We are going back to 85 and we will stop in 2020 since we'll be in 2021. Um, I will be archiving everything. Uh, I will be sourcing pictures, all the info. I'm, I'm, 
I do my, I'm, I'm doing my work as far as digging and everything. And I am in talks with a bunch of developers into creating a website to house all this information. Because as of a few weeks ago, I have officially archived every Jordan 1 high, at least men's. Let me throw that in there. At least men's Jordan 1 highs from 2001 to 2019. Although I do have all the 2020s, I don't cover the year that we're in for obvious reasons. So that that that's on the wraps. Uh, I do have a few collaborations with all the clothing brands coming. Uh, my home clothing brand that I work with religiously um, is run by my cousins. It's called Geekonomics. And um, outside of that, salute to my wife with a uh, I mean, uh, I have the products here. Sorry. Earthy Notes. Um, she creates uh, home care products, soaps, body butters, oils, beard oils. And um, it's all about self-care. Uh, very affordable prices. Everything is organic and natural. So there's that. I, I had to make sure I shot my wife out, man. My wife has been doing tremendous during this whole ordeal. She uh, she had got her esthetician's license about two years ago, uh, had got a business space uh, midway through 2019. And then when 2020 hit, she had to give all of that up, make a complete 180 and create a home business. And she did that. So salute to my wife. That's dope. Nice work, Mrs. Unloved One. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, right man, working, we'll, uh, working, working. I am yep. trying to make sure everything happens. Uh, salute to you guys. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I listen to you guys a lot. I, I can't I can't tell you enough. I, I thank y'all for your history and your knowledge on everything that y'all do. Y'all are hands down one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. And Nick, come on. Years of fucking work in the damn game. You, 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 your work Thanks, goes without saying. So it, it's always an honor to be able to talk to people who have a footprint and actual impact. I said that the last time I was on. Impact matters. So Thanks, man. I, I uh, definitely appreciate it. Media, when y'all ask me, why don't you have a Jordan 1 and all this other shit? Impact. When I make an impact and MJ, when, when you get that head turn, who's that? Then I'll have one. Until then, I can't say I'm going to get one. The people who have Jordan 1 collabs that are not as famous as y'all think they all or whatever, they've done something to make a footprint in whatever they're doing. That's why they got it. So salute to Frank, because pull strings to make sure things happen. He did that. The people that are up there now, they do have their eyes on me. But impact goes back to Nick. Impact, what, what people have done in this game matters so again hats off to you man salute thank you thank you of course man of course anytime thank you thank you for the kind words thanks for coming on sharing i mean obviously this is a going to be a really long episode but i don't think anybody's gonna gonna hop off early because we we had a pretty good conversation so um anything else from from robbie row it lakers and foe <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, that said but hey man the whole league is scared KD back who's your pick then who do you have right now before 10 days before the season starts Kenneth Kings I, I, I'm Kings and four Lakers. It's, it's, it's Lakers in the west Brooklyn in the east 
Okay. So we got a Kings pick. We got a Lakers pick and we got an intercontinental. I'll go Lakers, but I'll say my surprise team is I think Golden State goes back to the conference finals. That boy has not played for a while. So I think he's ready to scorch the earth in a sense. Katie's back. LeBron never left. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> hey, and and honestly, Lakers Nets in the finals would be would be perfect, right? Because as much as like I'm a I'm a Kings fan and I want my hometown to to be seen, I think like as a whole, it's better for everyone when we have those massive markets battling each other in the finals. And next year, just uh, looking forward to getting out of this whole COVID mess is going to be crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Miami. Oh, by the way, Miami, Brooklyn, go conference finals. Okay, you yeah, like that? Okay, yeah. Mike just texted me. He says the San Antonio Spurs are going to make. <laughs> I don't know about this, Mike. I think you're a little too crazy for this. Anyway, <laughs> right on. Well, uh, as always, this was we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been it's been dope to have you on, man. And I uh, appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. Uh, I could I can speak for Mike too, since he he kind of fell off. He had a power outage, but. Thanks for coming on and and chopping it up with us. And uh, obviously, thank you all for listening, watching, wherever you're taking this in. We appreciate you guys just spending time with us. And and I think just to to leave on a similar note to what Kenneth said earlier in this episode, you know, it's been a rough year for all of us. And we don't take for granted that you guys spend an hour or two or more of your week with us. And hopefully we give you a little bit of that escape from – the just craziness that's been going on. And honestly, thank you for listening because it, it gives us a reason to hop on here and escape from that craziness too. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So appreciate all of you rocking with us and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Like, and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, peace. Hey y'all, Nick Ingvall here. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a portion of your week hanging with us, and if there are any ways that we can improve the podcast for you, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory and join us for as little as 5 bucks a month. That also gets you access to our Discord group, which is a lot of fun. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. We just started uploading our videos there now, so you can watch the video version of the pod and a lot more. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. It's a small gesture that can go a really long way to making somebody's day a little bit better. Thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.